sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. All right, let's roll. It's in-game live. Our picks were cold. They better get warmer. We're riding the storm with the Rays. We disagree with the Dodgers game. I like the Padres. You like L.A. <laughs> Please get warmer. We uh, are so cold. In honor of uh, in honor of Eddie, we figured we'd uh, we'd bust yeah. the uh, the guitar out uh, here. Yeah. I love it. Let's rock! Let's rock! Give me the Go heat. storm! Give me the heat! Give me the heat! Give me more! And the hook! I need more! Heat storm! I know you got props up your sleeve! I know you got props! <laughs> right, so, uh, props to, uh, speaking of props, props to Eddie! Van Halen. Uh, so yeah, I figured uh, we'd open up the show a little, a little tribute, Daddy. Light, lighten things up uh, here a little bit. Yep. Rest in peace, Eddie. Rest in That's peace, great. I like, Eddie. I like when you bring out the guitar on the show. It's nice. I enjoy it. Yeah, I have a, a Friday night uh, party. Pick a karaoke night. <laughs> Sports theme karaoke. <laughs> Sports theme cool. karaoke. All right. Uh, what do you think? So, about, just going to ask you quick before we get I into the other games. Uh, anything? Yeah, me too. I, t- I laid Seattle minus seven and a half, and I put a parlay in with Seattle money line with the Rays. Um, the live line of this game right now, Houston's like 18, minus 1,800, Seattle plus 80, I don't, uh, 880. I don't think they can come back, but what about Oakland losing by two and a half? You're getting plus 158. It's uh, interesting. That's a nice little take back if they score a run. I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Yeah, I'm not messing uh, with that. I've got a good thing going with my parlay. <laughs> I've got I've got a good thing. Uh, I've got a, I got a good thing going with my parlay uh, right now. So we're gonna hope for the best. But you know what? You, we're, we're involved right now. I thought we we're gonna have to wait uh, until eight o'clock for the real action for the for the Yankees and the Rays yeah. game. Uh, but uh, no, uh, we've got uh, WNBA basketball to sweat out right now. So we laid the points with the Seattle Storm. 
They won the last game by uh, by 13 points. They seem to be the better team. Yeah. Las Vegas are just a little bit overwhelmed. So we laid the uh, we laid the seven and a half. All right, you getting some picks in here, Cam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm working on some stuff. Yes, that is correct. Yes, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. So, um, are we welcome the radio affiliates here? All right. We're going to welcome the radio affiliates uh, in a moment uh, here. Uh, shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I'm Gabriel Morenci. Game Time Decisions transitions in to in-game live. And uh, we're on the clock uh, right now. We've got about an hour's time to get in on this uh, baseball game with the Rays and the Yankees. A must-win situation uh, for the Bronx uh, Bombers opponents uh, tonight after the Yankees uh, took a game one. We should note the Yankees are 2-7. and seven. All right, they're 2-7. and seven. The last nine times they've been listed as an underdog. And uh, Tampa's 13 and three. Last 16 times they've lost a baseball game. They've won 13 of the 16 uh, times. Uh, Glass now has been real good as well. He only gave up two runs at 11 and two third uh, innings in his last two starts against the Yankees, which were in August. Although the Yankees didn't have a full complement, a full lineup. This is a must-win situation uh, tonight. Listen, yep. if Tampa doesn't win tonight, they're losing the series. They're not winning three yeah, in, a row right. in three consecutive days, and they got to beat Garrett Cole. They've already put themselves in a position where they got to beat Garrett Cole uh, now already again. So they're in a tough spot, but I think they get it done uh, tonight. They, they have to. I'm going to tell you this, too. Don't let the final score fool you, right? Uh, Tampa Bay and, and the Yankees were playing a real tight game. It was 4-3. to three. Uh, basically, pitchers came out of that game, and the Yankees just went bananas in the top of the ninth. So that's the thing. Tampa Bay, Choi hit a home run. They got the call for three runs off him, and that's that. That's pretty decent. Tonight, though, we'll see. Yankee has The Yankees have a rookie pitcher going. How's he going to like the limelight? And I'll tell you about Tampa Bay. They're going to make this guy work counts. That's what they're going to do. They're going to be patient at the plate, hopefully get some base on balls, and basically they're going to get play some old-school small ball, singles, doubles. They don't even need to hit the, hit the home run, Gabe. I like the situation, and Glasnow is a strikeout machine. I think even though the Yankees have very talented bats, I think he could tame them tonight. I like the price. Yeah, Glasnow's uh, strikeout prop uh, was sitting at uh, six and a half, and uh, it's up to seven and a half uh, right now. Wow, up to seven and a half movement. There's you get movement on these props. The strikeout props are tough in the playoffs, though. They, they are different. You know, the 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 managers have a much much uh, shorter leash uh, with their pitchers. They have a you know they have a game plan. They have it sort of scheduled out. All right, we'll get this amount of pitches, this amount of innings out of the guy. Then we're going to go to this guy. But a must-win situation uh, for the Rays uh, tonight, and it really is a must-win situation for the Miami Heat as well. You know, mm-hmm. the Heat won uh, on Sunday night. That's okay. It makes things interesting, but they need to win again tonight to make the series. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In-game live continues. Can you name that riff, Cam? Name that riff that we just came in with? 
<laughs> no, no, I can't off the top of my head. No. Nah, I lose on Papa the show. Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Da- oh, yeah. Okay. My life coming to pieces. Yeah. Da, da, no more. Yeah, da, da. No more whatever. That's catchy song. Good riff. Catchy song. I agree. Yeah, it's like the like one, it. one that's like the definition. That, that was like their one uh their one song. Um, all right. Uh so we're yeah, we're throwing it down here. I tell you what, you guys are doing a much better job of the music today uh than you did earlier in the week. We you know, before we had Korean boy band pop. Yesterday we had strip club lounge music uh, going on. We're getting all fired up for Monday night football. You sent us to a lounge. Uh tonight we're doing a good job. I guess we're out of the Eddie Van Halen riffs, though. <laughs> we're out of Eddie Van Halen. Yes. Uh, the the generic. Uh, feel free. You can play it again, though. Yeah, it's fine. We can play. Uh, I agree. Play some more uh, Van Halen a little bit uh, later on, even if you have to play. Ain't talking about love uh, again. All right. So the WNBA game uh, is off and running uh, right now, and uh, me and Cam were um, yearning for some action, so we decided to jump in. And the Las Vegas Aces are. Leading 15-10 right now. 15-10 early. Actually, uh, high, 17-10. Ooh. Oh, I'm getting a little more worried. <laughs> yeah, right now, if we took the points, we'd be real happy. We'd be like, oh, this is a oh, great yeah. start. <laughs> yeah, we got 14 and a half to play with. That was what I was wondering. Like, it's a long game, but are the aces gonna like give it give it their all and like cover, try to win tonight to force it, or are they gonna pack it up? Here's the deal. If Seattle can like take take over the lead. And you know what I mean? And just like, you know, get up three, five or whatever. Then I think Vegas will, uh, they'll be packing it up. That's the thing. If Seattle can find a way to take a lead, then we'll see what happens. A lot of basketball left. A lot of basketball left uh, in this game. Uh, But you're right. We'll see if uh, Seattle can, uh, pardon the pun, but absorb the initial storm. uh, Actually, Mm -hmm. 17-12 right now. But it's too bad, yeah, because we could have gotten Seattle at uh, minus two and a half if we would have waited. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seems to be the way of everything today. Think about all the games, right? Braves could have got them as a almost a two to one dog. Uh, they win by a mile. Um, Oakland always seems to score the first run against Houston. You get Houston at a price. They're killing these guys now. They're up by three. Yeah, it just seems to be that way, Gabe. Like live betting's the way to go a lot of the time, man. Maybe just we should just uh, not even bet the games before and just get involved later. So the NBA game uh, tonight, seven and a half. Totals 218 and a half in this game. As far as the series price is concerned now, the Los Angeles Lakers are 15 to 1, and the Miami Heat are plus 900. Some pretty good value, actually, with uh, the Miami Heat at 9 to 1 to come back. You know, obviously, it's paramount that they win tonight's game, but if they win tonight's game, we've got a series. Uh, We've got a real series. Tonight is, you know, it was the NBA Finals. I know the ratings were down. And, you know, people are always going to try to spin this for whatever political reason they want, why sports ratings are down. It has nothing to do uh, with politics. Number one, television ratings are down as a whole across the board with sports. All right. More and more people watch on their phone. Uh, they're, they're, no one under 30 even has cable. Right. Exactly. Like, oh, so they don't have TVs. So it's like there's a, we're in a new world right now. So when people talk, oh, well, compared to eight years ago and 10 years ago, whatever, man, the technology is different. We're in a different era. Another thing is millennials and a younger demographic, they're not as into sports as older people are. Like television, sports television ratings will all, they're not, they're, they're never going to go up, right? They're not going up. They're only going to go down as years go on as people like society changes, right? And I don't want to get too philosophical and deep here, but 
you know, it's not as a um, a macho society anymore, Cam. You know what I mean? You said like, it, buddy. It's not, you go it. It's yeah, the times no, it's have changed. Like you're, you're, before, when you were a kid, it was standard. You're playing football. You're playing hockey. You you know what I mean? It's not even really a choice. It's like what you do, right? Like you know, you're you know, man, you walk to school in the snow. Like it was just, it was tougher and different. Nowadays, it's like. Well, little Timmy went to soccer practice once and didn't like it, so I let him quit. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, you know, there's, you know, we're not, it's different. And I'm not saying, hey, you got to play sports, but I'm just stating society has changed as a whole. And another thing is, and even me, Cam, I love the NBA, but, man, I watch the NBA every day for like 54 days in a row, bro. Like multiple games. And then another thing is, I'm not a Miami Heat fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I've watched both these teams play 20 times in the last 40 days. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, every, every Miami Heat game. So, and another thing is, too, people feel, feel it was inevitable that LeBron was going to win. And then a lot of people don't like LeBron or they're tired of him winning all the time or the perception that he wins all the time. So, and even me, man, I, I was watching football on Sunday night. It was a crappy football game, and I was still yeah. watching it. Because I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't need to see the Lakers, like, troll the Miami Heat who don't have their best players. It's almost like I don't want to pay for a movie that I already know the ending of. You know, and that's how this series felt, Cam. After everyone got hurt, it was like, man, it, it was like it just, like, all the air. Like, it just popped the balloon. You know, it's like, man, well, that's over. And I was looking forward to the series, but they can't win without Dragic. They can't win without Bam. And they found a way to win. They found a way to buy some time. Now they get Bam tonight. So if the Heat can win tonight, Cam, I guarantee you, the NBA Finals ratings are going to be through the roof on Thursday night and over the weekend if this thing becomes tied 2-2. It's up to the Miami Heat to make this interesting tonight. Hey, and they found a lot of things defensively against the Lakers the last game. We'll see what happens. And we talked about Olenek and the spacing that they had on the court. How are they going to utilize Bam? We'll see Spolster's a great coach, and he'll come up with a, a multiple plan tonight, Gabe. That's another thing. Look, take a look at the odds. Like, it's things that I should do more of. It's like, great call by you with Tanyan and the touchdowns. Like, maybe we take multiple touchdowns and stuff. Like, look at the winning margin for the Heat. If they're going to win the game, it's probably between 1 and 10. You're getting plus 340, yet they're 270 on the money line. Uh, I talk about it. If you think the Heat can win tonight, you take them at 9-1 to in the series, even for like 40 bucks or whatever, right? Boom. That's a lot of money there, and then you can come back because I guarantee you one thing. The Lakers won't be at the number that they are. If it's 2-2, two to two, you have a perfect hedge situation. If you want to go even a little bit harder, you, you could really do well for yourself. Those are things to think about. I think Miami can compete with these guys. I'm worried about LeBron. Um, you know, in his anger, getting a lot of calls and the bitching because you know that that's going to happen, but they're going to have to play through it. Jimmy Butler was a one-man gang the last game, and uh, he's the type of guy that's not backing up from a street fight. And to your point about other people, uh, guys don't try to pick up ladies anymore in bars. You talk to owners, people stay at home. That's gone. You go to a sports bar now, I'm the youngest guy in the sports bar, a bunch of old post office guys and, you know, and drunk sitting there. Like, you don't see the millennial kids. don't have sound on it again. No, the, the sports bar. Like you said, exactly. Like it's, it's a different era. Yeah, yeah it's a it's different. Done. It's just it's a different world like that we're in. So that's what I'm just saying. Like a sports, it's nothing to do with anyone kneeling or anything. Like you know what I mean? No, I don't even know. I know. I hate that. Like, I, don't, I, I don't hate. That. I don't notice before. I don't. I don't even watch. I tune in when a game starts. It's like oh, tip off exactly. starts. Exactly. I don't notice any of this crap. Right. It's like it's not that. It's just it's an overall thing. 
where it's been going on every day. It's been so intense. There's only two games. There's only two teams left. People think the Lakers have won already. It's like, hey, whatever. Miami lost their players. Like I said, I guarantee you're going to see the ratings and go through the roof for the Miami Heat win uh, tonight. The rest yep. of the series, you'll have, you'll have great ratings. Um, that you know, it's just it's it's a battle right now. But something that is true, the NBA, and it's it's it coincides. It's actually great timing. Our boy Pete just sent uh, uh, released the the NHL. Uh, Pete's like our boy Pete is our uh, press secretary. Anything he seems to be that way. He sends it to us. So yeah, the NHL Pete's, and the Players Association have announced a target date for uh, next year, Ken. Yep. January 1st. Yeah, that's right. As, as expected, as we stated. They're yeah. probably going to open up with a couple of outdoor games, football stadiums, get the season going with a bang. Pizza's press secretary, but if you've been listening to my updates all day, that story's in there. And January 1st is the day, buddy. <laughs> it's the NFL. It's as, the NHL draft tonight, too. Hey, Rangers, you're on the clock. I think they're probably picking right now. What? It's the NHL draft? <laughs> it's the NHL draft tonight. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what tells you. Who? Hey, everybody, it's the NHL draft tonight. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, Rangers are picking first. Oh, boy. Lafreniere, he's a lock. Who the hell has their – who has a draft when it's the offseason, when you can pick any night? Why would you do it the same night as the NBA Finals? That's what I'm trying to do. just don't get – Don't try to figure it out. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In-game live continues. I am Renzi. Uh, big news tonight. Our apologies that we haven't been covering the uh, NHL draft uh, in its entirety uh, tonight. <laughs> So I, I can name one player in the draft. Me too. I take one. Yes. Who's that, who's that German guy? Second. I forget his name too. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. Yeah, like I. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll be honest, Cam. It's true. I'm not going to lie. And I'm full disclosure. It's true. If I saw the list of names, I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, I, I heard good things about that defenseman. Oh, uh, you know what yeah. it is? I saw, I saw like a three minute Bob McKenzie video. I saw yeah, exactly. Bob, no, you know what it was? It wasn't Bob McKenzie. My bad. It was Brian Burke. It was during oh, intermission. Nice. During Berkey. intermission of, of the, 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 the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, Berkey gave his, uh, his top seven picks. This is my top seven. <laughs> and like, he was critical of every one of them. He didn't skate very well, but, you know, he's a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, like, like yeah, he's a shot, but, you know, like, <laughs> just like, God, that guy's grumpy. I, got, like, I love him, though. Like, Great hairline for an old guy. He's got a great lid. I told the story, right? That's he's the one that told my buddy that beer's not drinking, right? He's right. So yeah, Brian Burke, my buddy, worked for the Vancouver Canucks. He worked in the he worked in the booth. My guy, my buddy Fitty, he was actually the guy. Um, he'd sit up there with the announcers. You know what I mean? The guy like like stats he'd be, guy. He'd be uh, kind of like our metal Matt. 
No, yeah. he was basically he'd be the guy that set up the booth for like oh, the visiting team. Yes, he'd set up the ISDN lines and everything. But then he'd sit there to make sure everything ran smooth uh, throughout the game. And um, so the play-by-play guy of the Vancouver Canucks was uh, was you know buddies with Burke, and the play-by-play guy invited my buddy to go fishing with them. Except fishing really means drinking. So yes. they, my buddy shows up, and basically they go, they go to the store to get some, some booze and beer. And Burke starts off, bro, starts off 48 for himself. He gets two cases of 24 for himself. And everyone watches, and people think that, like, Burke got for, for everybody. For the, that was for the fishing trip. Burke looks at everybody and goes, are you girls going to get something or what? <laughs> like, cause like, they're like, oh, oh, we thought like, they, you know, we were drinking the 48 you just got. He's like, no, no, this, this is mine. Like, so anyways, <laughs> Burke like plows through his beers. My buddy's drinking, can't keep up with Burke and stuff. You know, my buddy's not really a big drinker, but he's trying to keep up. Um, they're on the water and stuff. So my buddy's like throwing up and stuff. All right. And Burke's like, he's kind of embarrassed. He's throwing up in front of Brian Burke. So, like, yeah. Brian Burke, like, kind of gives him the look and stuff, eh? And Burke, you know, Burke's, what do you think Burke does? Starts chirping him. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't drink? Can't even handle it. <laughs> so, so, Burke's like, so, Burke's getting mad almost. Like, yeah, what kind of guy throws up drinking beer? He's like, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone, like, you know? So, they get, they get off the boat. They get back to the cabin, the cottage area. And Burke elbows my buddy. He goes, hey, Finny. He goes, just kidding. Because I nearly threw up like five times myself out there. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when it came in, though, that Burke said, all right, girls, get changed. And now we're going to go. We're going to go drink now. And then we're going to go to like a local bar now after the the, the beer on the boat. They were going to go to a bar and drink. Real booze. And... They said, yeah, but Burke, they said, we've been drinking all day. What do you mean we're going to go drink? And then he dropped the line. <laughs> beer is not drinking. He said, drinking beer is like drinking a 7-Up or a Sprite. He said, it's not. It's like drinking a soda. He said, beer is not drinking. And, he, no. and then he busted out a bottle like whiskey. He said, this is drinking. And yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Burke, uh, Burke and uh, Howard back. <laughs> Why he's got those vessels, like, like, yeah, yeah, he's got that loose tie. It's always like, you know, you're coming out. Oh, what a, what a day. You know, <laughs> another guy too. I swear to God, like, I can't imagine how many drinks are in this guy's system over the years. Is Harry Neal, former head coach of the Buffalo Sabers, long time. He's been a talent analyst. Tired, but I got in an elevator with him once after a Saber game, and. I, I never seen anything like it. The first thing I noticed, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This guy's like nose is shot." Like, dude, like there was nothing left. It was just like the blue veins of alcohol, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, vessels. I vessels. Like, I looked. I was like, "God!" And you know who got on the elevator was Joe Bowen. And I got to tell oh. you, Joe's had a few in his time too. All oh, right. buddy. So, my uncle's in Joe Bowen's softball league. Oh, he says Joe Bowen. You guys don't understand. (laughs) They drink hundreds of beers. Like, they could drink 200 beers. It wouldn't affect them. Like, alcohol will make them stupid. But I'm telling you, any hockey guy can drink 84 beers. It's just prerequisite. Like, it just is. (laughs) 
I'm not going to tell you like and be proud of it. I can't get drunk off beer. Like it's just one of those things. You don't get it's just beer. Like it's a, the only time like wine can get you can catch you vodka and and especially brown liquors. That's when you're going to the dark side. Yeah, beer's not drinking. I agree with Burke. No, I can't. Um, I can get drunk on beer if I drink like you know twenty two of them or something like that. But it takes a lot. Yeah, I'm going. I'm taking a leak all night too. I hate that. <laughs> That's the problem with beer. It's too yeah, heavy. the old. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't like going to the bathroom eight times in the morning. Right yeah, it's very annoying. Right <laughs> You'll get there faster. It's true. Very true. <laughs> hey, the Seattle Storm are leading now. See, they came right back. There we go. Yeah. They, you know uh, that's why that, that's an Aussie Osborne line. Wine is fine, but whiskey's quicker. Wine is fine, true. but whiskey's quicker. <laughs> Very true. What? Great line. Five, five, two, still. So what? This game might actually stay under the number after all the Astros and Athletics game. What was? Uh, was it seven and a half or or eight? It was seven and a half. No, it was eight yeah, and a half. Oh, oh, eight now. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, 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 he's got a guy on. Yeah, it's over. Double play ball. Astros win five two. It's over. This series and the A's like two. two oh, the A's are just they they got the first guy on too. The double play. It's just they got nothing. I don't know, yeah, man. you said it. They're, they're just not I don't, like, playoffs. It would be pretty cool to be honest if it was the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Astros in the World Series. Oh boy, yeah, like the ultimate revenge tour. It's, it really is. It's like the ultimate, you screwed us in a World Series, we've got our chance now. And, of course, they're playing in Texas, the World Series. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? I, I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. I'll tell you, no. Matter, I'm telling you, Cam, yeah. the Astro players, Reddick brought it up, and he said, they said, you know, Oakland beat you guys a lot. And Reddick didn't even hide it. I liked his honesty. He goes, yeah. He goes, but that was in Oakland. And you figure, oh, they don't care. They do care. And he said, he goes, the A's aren't the same when they're not in their stadium. And he said, there's something about that stadium that they're very comfortable. And he said, it's a hard place to play. And as a visiting team, it's an awkward park. It's an awkward stadium. And there's something that the A's have some sort of invisible advantage there. You have that massive foul territory and stuff as Mm -hmm. well. And he made a point of saying that it's massive to them that the A's don't get to play in that stadium. Want to know why? And you said it. It's mental. Those other teams come in there and go, oh, we got to go to Oakland. What a dump. There's nobody there. So the A's, you already have a bad negative mindset when you go in there. The foul territory, the way the stadium, yeah, it's gross. Like it's old, smelly. The hallways, I heard some guys say it smells like you're, like it's a beat down old stadium. Oakland's used to it. Yeah, rats. Oh, yeah, it's rat-infested. A's love it. Hey, come on down. You already got uh, the other team halfway checked out. Very, very true. I agree with that 100%. And plus, that foul territory stuff's no joke. It's annoying. Like, if you're a visiting team, it's like basically you're – it's like literally – and I remember the old days, uh, Barry Zito admitted it. And Mulder, remember they had the great staff, Mulder, Zito, and who was the other guy? Who was three of them? Hudson. Who was the third? Hudson. Hudson, thank you. Hudson. Good call. Yeah, Daniel Hudson. So, Tim, I remember Tim they, they, Daniel Hudson was Tim? for the Cardinals. Yeah, Tim Hudson. Oh, that's Daniel, that's Daniel Moneyball. Remember, remember I told you about Moneyball? They're like, wow, the Oakland A's. God Hatterberg is like, how did you guys do this? The best part of Moneyball. Oh, yeah, by the way, they didn't mention that Oakland had Zito, Mulder, and Hudson. They were like the best trio oh. pitching. Like, oh, good movie, Moneyball. <laughs> sure. It works with Scott Hatterberg. No, it's because you had three 
of the best pitchers in the league. Thanks, but Billy Bean. I, I saw an interview with him, and he brought up, I think he said it was like six outs a game. He yeah. said, yeah, we get about five or six outs a game due to the foul territory. Balls, they would yeah. be in the seventh and eighth row are easily catchable. Like, guys, it's amazing like that. There's literally like hundreds of yards of like foul territory. It's everywhere. ridiculous. And the A's take advantage of it. Like, they're, they're aware of it. They know it. And they burn you with it. It's like their hitters know not to hit it there as well. And you are, you you always pop it up. And it's just annoying because you pop something up that normally you would never even look back at. You know exactly. what I mean? Like if you're a hitter, it's like, yep. ding. You're like, all right, that's in the 10th row. Here, it's like, oh, my God. The guy's got 15 feet before he's even at the wall. <laughs> like Even at where the, the stands are. Like it's massive. It's 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 a massive dump. It, it yeah. just is. It's, it's, it's a massive dump. Um, so Oakland are done. Houston move on. I don't know. The Yankees are pretty powerful. I'm scared of the Yankees tonight. I'm already on it. I am too. I got the Rays. Rays. I'm scared of the Yankees. I got the storm. Seattle storm are up six. Now I got them with the Rays too, but this is the thing. This kid could pitch well for the Yankees tonight. And he has been take a look at his numbers, Gabe. His splits are almost the same as Glasnow's. Like, they're phenomenal. He's a strikeout pitcher, walks very few guys. He's only got six walks. Like, very talented guy, and the Yankees have good bats. The key is, though, this is postseason pressure, and the Rays really know how to squeeze a pitcher and take walks. So they got to play smart ball tonight, but I think the Rays are the play. Oh, yeah, dude, let's just be real. Every time I play, we play a baseball game. It's We're, we're throwing darts. We're hoping for the best. Yeah. Yep, that's true. I'm not going to deny. Baseball uh, the first week was horrible. Uh, not so bad, but it's getting better. You tell me. You tell me, people. Tell me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game live continues. I am my game of Marenzo. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks to Donnie Wrightside for joining us uh, uh, earlier. Major League Baseball coming up. I'm on the Tampa Bay Rays uh, tonight. We talked about this game quite extensively uh, already, but I told you that the uh, the Yankees are two and seven um, last nine games as underdogs. They've only won two times uh, as an underdog. The Rays very impressive, thirteen and three, coming off of a loss as well. And let's be real. I mean, Garrett Cole is that good. The Yankees are that confident when they have Garrett Cole on the hill. I think they've got confidence in this kid as well, Cam. 21 years they old. Too, too young to know any better. I think he'll be fine uh, going out there. But without being stated, the big key tonight is Glass now. If Glass now can control his stuff, he can get a little wild at times. He's a big dude. The ball comes in hot. Ball comes in high uh, at times. But he's also pretty freaking intimidating, Ken, right? So, like, if the guy can bring the heat and he's a load to deal with, I like him in this spot. I like Snell as well. So, you know, last night Snell's a good pitcher, but he was going against Cole. And the Yankees, you know, the Yankees brought it. That Yankees lineup, it's just so dangerous. Every time they're up there, they can put the ball over the wall. That's the problem with this team. 
They can score fast. Yeah. Tampa needs to, like, manufacture runs, and the Yankees just get a two-run shot from Aaron Judge all the time. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. Tampa Bay had a lead there middle of the game, and then you're thinking, and then everybody on the Yankees. They just got so many different guys who can do it. You said it, but it's going to be a little bit different. You said it about Glasnow. Glasnow, he throws hard, you know, 95, 96. If he can tickle the corners, I think the Yankees are going to be in big trouble tonight. They can get uh, off balance. I think it's a good spot for Tampa Bay. And the thing is, Tampa Bay's not intimidated. They've beaten this team before. They hung in last night. As I mentioned before, Gabe, it was just the ninth inning. That score was very skewed. It was a 4-3 to three, uh, game with Snell and Cole. They got some runs off, uh, off Cole. Uh, G-Man Choi hit a home run. Like, the thing about the Rays is... I think they're going to be very prepared tonight, and I think it's a good price. You know what I mean? Sure, the rookie could, could do good for the Yankees, but I got an established guy like Glasnow with a professional team like Tampa Bay in this situation, and we're laying uh, under a quarter. I like it. And as far as the Los Angeles Dodgers are concerned, uh, quite a surprise. I, I didn't expect Mike Clevenger to be able to go in game one. Uh, that, you know, I thought, all right, maybe he's going to be able to pitch in the series, but I didn't think he would be the game one starter and I don't know if it's the right decision to make, actually. I, um, I I don't, but it is what it is. I'm not the manager of San Diego, and I am a Dodger fan. It's a big game. You know, these five-game series, there's not a lot of room for air, and especially when you have your best pitcher on the hill, you can't lose. And as good as Clayton Kershaw is, Walker uh, Bueller is the Dodgers' best pitcher. And he's had blister issues, lingering blister issues. It's been going on for a while now. And he's only able to go four innings, guys, against the the Milwaukee Brewers. That's my concern with the Dodgers coming into tonight. I hope that the blister holds up and he's able to get through it. It's just pain, and it's very hard. Imagine trying to, like, grip a baseball with a blister. Like, it doesn't get better. It heals for four days, and then and it's just a tough spot. And it's Mm -hmm. very, very hard to, you know, it explains itself. Imagine having a blister on your throwing hand if you're a pitcher. And blister problems are really, really tough for pitchers. And it's just bad luck. I mean, it is it is what it is. But hopefully he can deal with the pain and get through it tonight. Thing is, Gabe, too, you know about blisters, too. When you get a blister, it hardens, right? So, and then, but once you split that blister when it's hardened, it's very thin because you're, when your skin goes up there, so you'll bleed a lot. That's the thing, right? It's like that cut. That It's like when you shave, so sometimes you cut your ear. We've guitar a lot today, Cam. Yeah, but exactly. But as a guitarist, as a guitarist, my fingers are very hard. Callous. You know yes. I mean? like, yeah, yeah, like very Playing hard. The front, like, the good point. Like, honestly, like, I could take a pin. Not now, because I, I don't play as much as I have in the past. But if you play all the time, yeah, your hands, you can literally take a nail and poke your finger, and it'll, it yeah. won't penetrate. Just bounce back. Like, it, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like it's just sort of rock hard. Because, hey, yeah. guitar strings are metal. <laughs> like, they are. You're bending metal and stuff. It, it doesn't feel good at first. Like, when you start digging in, really. That's what's amazing about Eddie Van Halen. People don't realize, like, how much he was digging in. <laughs> like, like, there's digging in and there's digging in. There's, it's not easy. Yes. Like, basically, exactly. like, it's like the Brian Adams. I played till my fingers bled, right? Yeah. Like, when you're a kid, when you play, your fingers will bleed because you're not used to it. It's like it'll cut your, you know what I mean? It's sort of becoming like, like a man as a guitarist. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> no, matured. <I> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you but you know, little, Gabe. You're, you're, no, you're no longer a boy. You're a little man. <laughs> Exactly, you're a little guy. And, but that's the thing Walker Bueller will tell you, and you know those calloused hands get hard, but if you throw the same type of stuff and you and you pop that blister again, 
that's a disaster because you know you've done that before too where you've had it grow over and then do it again it's very thin right and that blood will like it's 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 very tough to deal with it everyone's like ooh blooster no it's very hard it's a you're not a wimp it's very tough and it's very hard to throw those pitches that way blister problems are a big deal man so uh, if he does have it it's going to be a short stay and you're going to see the Dodgers pen very interesting game question marks on both sides San Diego is a good dog they they came back against St. Louis due to their hitting they were down in those games and they absolutely yeah. rocked St. Louis's bullpen as for the Dodgers it's interesting they can win different types of games. They could score eight runs, but you saw that game against Milwaukee, like three nothing. Like sometimes the Dodgers gave they leave a lot of guys on bases. That's the thing. Like, you're a fan of this team. Like, I've had Dodger bets before. Like, you guys should be up 12 to nothing. Why is it one to nothing? How come Arizona's hanging with you guys? Like, you know, you need to win an extra innings. They leave a lot of guys out there. And against San Diego, that could be dangerous. It could. San Diego are a very dangerous baseball team. They have this yes. organization has done a great job building this program as quickly as they have. Um, it started with bringing Machado in and you yep. know, offering Machado all that money, uh, bringing him in. And then it really sort of got started last year with, well, with Machado, but then with Fernando Tatis Jr., in which they did not screw him to try to get an extra yep. year service. Right? Exactly. And that's, Remember that stuff. That, that was big for for a million reasons. Now Tatis, no, you know, Tatis is going to have loyalty to these guys. They're and they won't let him go. They'll pay him anyways. But there's a, there's a loyalty factor now. There's a belief. Everyone in the room were like, "Damn, yeah, we really are trying to win." They didn't even hold the kid back, right? Like, I don't know, we're we're trying to win, and we so we signed Machado, and then it sent a message to the rest of the league, the players in the league, that this organization is classy. They won't screw you. Yeah, like the Blue Jays always screw people. Remember, like, oh, you go to a photo <laughs> shoot, they make you buy your own suit. They tell the kid, oh, you need a suit for this photo. They say, I don't have a suit. You better buy one. It's like, well, what do you mean I better buy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, the Jays will take everyone to arbitration all the time. Hey, we love you, but, you know, just because we can, we're going to go to arbitration. It's like, well, why, you know, why don't you just give him the extra $200,000 instead of arguing over this, right? Yeah. And have him not hate you. Like, remember, Cam, it got to the point where Blue Jay players would not do interviews after the game because they knew that the television game was owned by the owners of the team. Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, and there was Tisto, certain... the leader of the team, yes. told everyone, don't yes. do interviews with them because they screw us. They, 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 yeah. they don't pay us. They make us pay for little things. They take us to arbitration over everything. Don't do interviews with them. That's how bad it is. And no coincidence. You know, guys want out. You know what I mean? Like, you want to have an environment that people want to play in. San Diego has that. Plus, San Diego is a beautiful city. Great city, great weather, beautiful stadium, great team. This is this is a great, good organization right now. Yeah, no, it's true. And the, the Blue Jays, remember back in the day, Gabe, that certain reporters are like, ah, we're not talking to you. I hope uh, under the new regime it gets a little bit better. But take a look at the guys on the team, too. You know, you talk about Machado. He's an absolute beast. They also have veteran guys. Eric Hosmer, guy who won, won with the Kansas City Royals. Tommy Pham was good with the, the Cardinals. Will Myers can hit home runs. Like, you look up and down the roster, they're a scary team. Like, I look at the Dodgers and they go, you're like, ooh, ooh danger, danger. I see the same thing for the Padres, up and down their roster and their young players deliver. It's interesting. Tonight's matchup, I'm not worried about either bats, and I think Dr. Right side was right. It looks like a game that you think you'd take under with Clevenger and Bueller, but with the dangerous bats they have on the team, I can't do it. It's just you can't do it with these. Uh, they absolutely rake both teams. 
One thing about uh, one thing about San Diego too, and I should note, um, they also—it's no coincidence, Cam—that they went all in after the Chargers were gone. They saw an opportunity, yeah. right? Like you know, the Chargers—you know, there's no other pro team. You got San Diego State University, the Aztecs there only, and they were like, you know what? We're the only show in town right now. We have an opportunity. To, like people will come to our, you know, they they thought Excellent that was the thought process, right? Yeah. If we sign these players. People will come. They're not going to Charger games anymore. And and then, ironically, there's no fans right now. But nevertheless, when the fans are allowed back, trust me, they'll have a lot of fans. They're going to want to go to their games uh, when, when, when they're back. Um, so, you know, what the, the, the blister issue with Walker Bueller is an issue. Clevenger has, has a sprain, an elbow strain, which you yeah. figure is a big problem as a pitcher. Yet they say he's good to go. And obviously, they think he's good to go if they're rolling him out here, Cam. In, uh, in game one of a five-game series, he's been good, actually, though, in his brief time uh, with the Cleveland Indians. He's given up 14 hits, six runs, and 19 innings work uh, with the Tribe, since uh, w- with San Diego since being traded from the Tribe. Know what I've learned about Clevenger, too? If, if you guys, and I, I know you do this a lot more than me, take a look at his runs, and they always happen early. He'll give up a two or a three spot and shut you down for the yeah, rest of the call. inning. That's what they say. That's what they say about good pitchers, right? Get them early. And Clevenger, he's one of the worst that way. Remember when we were doing in-game live? Minnesota, they put up a crooked number on him, and then he didn't give up anything for the rest of the day. That's the thing. And if the Dodgers jump on him, it might be enough for a guy like Walker Bueller if he's not having any problems. So that's something I don't usually do, runs in the first inning. But tonight might be one of those things that you'd look at because Clevenger does give up runs early. Um, so we have the uh, the Lakers also. So big night in Los Angeles tonight, Cam. Lakers and Dodgers both in action. And uh, we'll be playing at the same time as well. They will be playing at the same time. They will merge. Uh, Jimmy Butler's prop tonight, he dropped 40 in the last game. His prop tonight is 25 and a half. 25 and a half points for Jimmy Butler. Man, I remember when Jimmy Butler's prop was 18 and a half, 19 and a half, 20 range. Game one, it was 20 and a half. And then they and we won the over. Three and a half. Yeah. And they bumped it to 23 and a half. And I was like, too, too high. You're, you're getting out of the, the range. Now it's 25 and a half because he dropped 40 the other night. Man, that's a lot of points. I don't know if I can do that. Anthony Davis is 29 and a half tonight. Interesting. You know what, though? Uh, because all the other guys, like Bam's coming back, uh, Gabe, but I think also kind of for defensive purposes, like that's the thing about Jimmy Butler. He'll be limited he was a offensively. Guy. No, but yeah, but and you watch all the games. Like he can, he can actually say, you know what, guys, I'm going to take it upon myself like last game to be a triple-double guy, to score 40 points. And to, I'm not to say you could replicate that, but he just might make the decision, you know what, I'm taking it to the rack. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Dragic is still out. I can do my thing. The prop keeps on going up, but I would not be surprised if Butler had, you know, 28 to 32 points tonight. Would you not agree? Yeah. No, I know. I'm not ready to take the under. I can't I can't say, yeah, yeah I'm going to take the under here. Uh, Jimmy Butler was 14 to 20 from the field, uh, 12 of uh, 14 from the free throw line. That's where he really uh, did his work uh, there. You want to perform. It's not just the 40 points, but you're right. The 13 13 assists and 11 rebounds uh, as well. And it's a good call, Cam, actually. He hasn't really done it. Well, look, he scored 22, 23, 25, and and now 40. So it's not like he lingers around here. And before that, Cam... 
he did not go over 25 points in the previous yeah. 10 games, <laughs> right? So we're getting up there. But I like where you're going with this, that, yeah, he, he knows he needs to take over if they're really going to win, right? Yes. But that, that's why I'm taking the Miami Heat as well, plus the seven and a half points. Correct. <laughs> exactly. I'll be taking the over of this basketball game as well. We'll give you our best bets on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In-game live uh, continues. I am Renzi. It's funny, we were talking about uh, former NHL general manager Brian Burke earlier in the show, and I see he's trending on Twitter right now because he's doing NFL, NHL uh, draft coverage. And um, I guess he's had a couple of good one-liners. He said, this kid Askarov, he's special. This guy's tall enough to change a light bulb without a ladder. <laughs> Love those old jokes. No, the best is yeah, game. Yeah, I, put, yeah. I, put, I went to put the Yankees game on, and it was the NHL draft, and they have all these people. Anaheim, pick number six, and they're like, hey, everybody. Like, they're trying to have, like, these fake fans in, like, duck gear. Oh, it's a train wreck. Yeah. Anyway, Anaheim yeah. Ducks take some 17-year-old <laughs> kid from Finland that no one's ever yeah. heard of before. Exactly. Yoikinen. Yep. Who attends the Finnish Swedish yes. secondary school right now? Nobody <laughs> yes. draft picks, and baseball is the same way, though. Nobody knows, but you know the NHL's never done a good job of building their draft into something. I didn't even know yep. it was their draft tonight. I, I, I had no idea, uh, but I do know the Yankees are playing the Rays uh, tonight. Yes. I know that I'm on the Rays, and I know it's a must-win situation for the Rays. We've told you the Rays are 13 and three. Uh, coming off a loss the last 16 times they've lost a baseball game. New York Yankees, 2-7 and seven as underdogs last nine games. Putting a kid on the hill here tonight. And uh, Diavi Garcia, just 21 years old. He only has 34 innings experience at the major league level. And he's their top pitching prospect. But he's good, yet it's not like, oh, don't worry about the kid. Like, they, they're, it's, they're holding their breath, right? Like, they're yeah. hoping for the best when they roll him out here tonight. He's not going to be out there long. We know the Yankees have a great bullpen, so they're going to be looking to shorten this game. But I'm taking the Rays. I'm taking the Rays. I'm taking the Dodgers. I'm taking the Miami Heat, and I'm going over in the Heat and Laker game. Cam, what you got? Only a couple tonight, Gabe. I'm with you. We're going to ride the Rays. I almost want to take the Rays on the alternate line. I think they can win this game by two. We're going to take a look at the, the, the excessive plus money. And I'm with you on Miami plus seven and a half. Go Heat, buddy. Go Heat. Yeah, let's get it. Bam, uh, Bam is back, and in the next hour, we'll break down some uh, some NBA props. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.